introduction. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Welcome back to the Citizen Whiskey Podcast. We're drinking whiskey. Both of us. Both of us this time. Yep. I am Steve. I'm Drew. Um, damn, that's good. It's good. Um, that hand, like as you will learn in this podcast, I come back and I I catch up on the whiskeys that I missed. The Buffalo Trace and the Hancock's President's Reserve, which is really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's, what I'm drinking. Drinking that one on the rock right it's, now. It's so pleasant. It is. It is really good. Like it's got a lot of flavor to it, and it's very, 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 very smooth. Um, but you'll hear all that here shortly. Um, we here on Citizen Whiskey Podcast are out there in the world. You can reach us at citizenwhiskeypodcast@gmail.com. You can reach either me or Drew at our individual emails. I am citizenwhiskeysteve at gmail, and Drew is citizenwhiskeydrew at gmail. That's me. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, at citizenwhiskey. We are also on Twitter individually, Steve underscore whiskey and Drew underscore whiskey. And we have a Facebook page that we don't check. Um, Do we? It's there. Oh. If you look hard enough, you'll find it. But <clears throat> it's never gets updated. Looked. It's fine. Do we have an Instagram? I think I signed up for an account. I need to look. We haven't done anything to it. I know. We should. Because Instagram is a value. is a fairly It's decent. more. Yeah. We should. Because we could take individual pictures of the bottles. I think you get a little bit more interaction on Instagram, at least even just from likes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because people see a picture and they're just like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit more play on Instagram if we just took a picture of... I bet we'd even get like some of these distilleries to like a picture or two. Um, well, the Caribou Crossing obviously will because they're polite. Well, they're Canadian. <laughs> like, like, oh, thank oh, you very thank much. You. Eh? Oh, anytime you're you up want, here. You want to come out into the distillery? You always got a room to stay at. <laughs> you can stay in the distillery, man. <laughs> Uncle Phil lets you stay, okay? You guys just let us know. Give us some notice, though. Reminds me of... Where is Caribou Crossing? Do you know where the distillery Montreal, is? Montreal, I believe. Oh, yeah? Mm. Not a fan. Never been. Montreal can suck my dick. Mm, not a... Oh, okay. Why are you so angry at Caribou? Angry Canadian police. Uh, well, it's a long time ago, man. I know. I would love the city. Montreal and Toronto were two of my favorite cities to be in. I love that English isn't the first language you hear. Yeah, that's true. It makes you feel like you're in Europe. Uh, Sazerac, right? Yep. That's they make Blanton or they bottle the bottler Sazerac. Right. Yeah. Why am I looking at a fucking PDF? What are you guys doing to me? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, whatever. Who does PDFs? Uh, so on this episode of Citizen Whiskey Podcast, Steve is back. He's drinking. I catch up on the Buffalo Trace and the Hancock's President's Reserve. I really don't like that double apostrophe. Uh, we have some booze news. Um, I, t- I get to review my tasting of the Buffalo Trace, and then I review my tasting of the pre- Hancock's President's. And then Drew gets into a story or two, and we then sample Caribou Crossing Single Barrel Canadian Whiskey. Beautiful, beautiful presentation. It's a gorgeous bottle and everything. I don't what Canadian whiskey is coming in a bag. Is that a thing or? I, well, Blanton's is. Does Pendleton? No. Okay. But Crown Royal. Does Bobby Crown does? Uh, all right, whatever. 
Uh, I, I have like a story bag. about the coronavirus and why we say God bless you. Um, talk a little bit about some Pringles wine drinking. <laughs> uh, and then we sample Hibiki, Hibiki Harmony from Centauri, uh, the Japanese whiskey. And then I've got a news story that closes out the podcast on a great note. We do it talk. Gets, a, it gets a little nutty. Ah, nice. Uh, we do talk a little NFL combine there toward the end, around an hour and six in. Uh, last maybe like fifteen minutes. So it's not it. really interesting. It's not super. It's just our opinions of kind of the combine in general. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to be back and glad to not be on the diet anymore. And I'm, I'm glad you had some whiskey. I'm about, I think at the end, I was like nine pounds down. That's good. Nine pounds in a month. That's good. It's pretty quick. I mean, it's going to come back pretty quick. You should lose about two to three in a week on a good diet. Yeah, I think. And like, this was with no, like I went to the gym like three times during that month. Um, I think I'm going to try now in lieu of the diet. Like there are, I do think I'm going to change the way I eat in that I will be a little bit more cognizant of when I'm making food at home, what has sugar, what doesn't mm-hmm. like if I can find a, a, a sauce or something that doesn't have sugar, I'll get that. Like I'll tend to lean more toward that. Like I'm just going to be more cognizant of the, the sugar in fucking everything. Like I went to, to buy bacon. Oh, there's sugar and bacon and there's, like even in like just your standard, not your like applewood smoke, like just bacon, bacon. It's like has to have fucking sugar on it. I was mm-hmm. at I was at a, a store associated with you, and I was looking. I was like looking, I like looking at each package. Like what the fuck, bacon, brown sugar, honey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all sweeteners, 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 sweeteners. And this this person comes up and she's like can i help you find something i was like ah, i'm just on this dumb diet like i can't have sugar or added sweeteners or anything so no honey no not no nothing and she was like have you tried the no sugar added bacon <laughs> <laughs> and it was like to my in my defense it was i i started the it left it was almost and it was at two the, feet away it was well it was at the right end like it was no, like okay. an eight foot display yeah of bacon, I was like started on the left, and I made it to like about the middle, and it was like the, it was like the last one on the right, and I was like, oh, words, you know, they yeah. words. Thanks. But I just hadn't gotten there. Yet. I hadn't gotten all the way over there, but thank you for pointing that out. That's exactly what I need. That's what I'm looking for. And but so, um, very helpful lady, by the way. Um, they, they try to be. Mm-hmm. And then she talked about it when we talked about it with Diet a little bit. She's like, I've tried those too, or and I. <clears throat> You know, it's like I'm, I'm doing the whole thirty thing, and she's like, "Oh, I've heard about that one, but I've tried, you know, like keto and paleo and all that kind of stuff." I was like, "Yeah, it's really shocking to look at your, you know, if you just go buy pre-made foods. I mean, obviously, bacon's not pre-made, quote unquote, but like, yeah, if you just look at the ingredients list on your any food that you pick up." Like the amount of food that you wouldn't think has any kind of sugar in it that does. There's a lot of sugar. It's fucking insane. There's a lot of sugar. And you just got you, but you have to be like wary that like it may not be, it may not just say sugar. No, it's it may see cor- syrups or corn syrup or honey or yeah. and like dextrose, lactose, fructose, like mm-hmm. added, bl- 
anything that ends in os o s e sugar yeah sugar so it's uh it it was a challenge to go 30 days without having fucking any of that but and you had some good steaks yeah i had some good steaks had some good had some good pork chops and i made some good soups and um ate a lot of fucking hashes potatoes veggies hash it up yeah in a bowl boom um yeah that was because that's filler yeah and it's easy yeah it's chop 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 in a pan fry it up find a a sauce that doesn't have sugar in it yep maybe drizzle a little bit of that on there Mm -hmm. and you're good yeah a lot of relied a lot on paleo stuff because paleo like paleo stuff you can have like um you can have like maple syrup and you can have some things as sweeteners like natural sweeteners Mm -hmm. um but it, with this whole thirty thing, you can't even have that. So, you had to stray away from those things. But you know, paleo uh, salad dressing, and you know, there's like mayonnaise and whatever. But I really thought I was going to use my food processor that I bought spe- specifically for this. Is that the one that's in the box? No, it's the, up. Oh. It's tucked up by my crock pot now. But still, didn't nothing. Didn't even touch it. Really? Yeah. Once I found, once I found, I was like, oh, I can just make a fucking breakfast hash. I was like, yeah. that's if I need to make something to eat, I'm just gonna do that. How'd you cook your steaks? Uh, I did. Well, I used the barbecue a couple times, and I used, and then I've done um, cast iron a couple times. Yeah. Butter based Mm-mm. or no butter? No butter. Okay. Because you can't. You can have clarified butter or ghee. Okay. Those gotcha. are two. Those are two types that you can have on Whole Thirty. So I think if it stays as nice as it's staying. Mm-hmm. Gonna like we're looking weather wise we're yeah it's March third we're turning full blown into spring yeah we're gonna <laughs> be in the almost to the seventies this week it's a little disturbing yeah a little bit climate's changed yeah well I mean it was like sixty degrees in Antarctica a couple weeks ago yeah so well know, it was whatever almost, it was almost seventy degrees when I was skiing last week yeah so that's bonkers I got sunburned yeah. <laughs> So well, I mean that's easy to do when skiing. I used to do that all the time. Well, yeah, but no, I mean it was like there was a guy in shorts Mm -hmm. and a t-shirt. Yeah, well, those were the. So I remember like the final days whenever Brundage. Oh yeah, yeah, spring ski. Yeah, like the crazy days is what they used to call it. Yeah, like people would go up in like goofy costumes and stuff, and you're skiing. It's like you're just skiing. You don't even need a coat. It's sixty-five degrees. It's fun. Yeah, but that was usually. In May. Yeah, end of April, May. It was like late April, early May. Mm-hmm. Crazy days. Like, lift tickets were like bucks, five bucks. Come like, on. Yeah. And you just go up and you wear some dumb. Like, I would go up in a pair of shorts and like a t-shirt. And then in the morning, I'd have, a, I'd have like a poncho on. And then I'd take it off by like lunch. And just yeah. be shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm fucking skiing. Yeah, skiing on snow. Yeah. And then when you wrecked, you just got wet. Fuck, it hurt though. Yeah, because it was sharp ice. So bad. <laughs> yeah, because it's sharp ice. Um, yeah, it was. No, um, but I think once since we're gonna stay warm, we'll. But maybe we'll. Uh, I missed you, whiskey. We'll I'm figure looking. out a time. We'll figure out how we can set this up outside in the in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll swing by my an extension cord, and we're good, buddy. My buddy, down at the. I need a table. I've got some fold out folding tables. Yeah, we've yeah we've got we'll figure it out. No, but to pick up some steaks from the uh, 
mm-hmm. butcher down the street from me. And yeah, oh fuck, dude, those New Yorks are the shit. You should try take uh, some of this butcher box. Try some of this butcher box I've got. Is it good? It is because this guy's got the steak. Well, I showed you something. Like, yeah, no, I see them. They're deep ass red. Yeah, they're like they're not. Good. They're grass fed. That doesn't it look looks like good. Hormones not, have been injected into pink. Them. No, it's in the package. Red. Like, oh, no, you should take uh, some of the pork, a couple of pork, uh, pork chop home. Pork chops are good. They're like fucking this thick. I know. I saw them in there when I opened <laughs> the thing. You got a roast in there too. I, I yeah, I got the pork shoulder. Yeah, you got what, what are you going to do with it? I don't know yet. But I, I swapped. I got another. I got my second box, and I swapped some stuff around. So um, I got the pork shoulder. We'll see what you I got to smoke it. I don't have a, any smoking. Ability. Get a little chief. Hmm? Get a little chief smoker. A little chief? Yeah, it's called a little chief. Okay. 39 bucks. All right. Where at? At your store? Yeah. <laughs> Cabela's. All right. I'll look into it. Yeah, no. And just and some apple wood or whatever. And just mm-hmm. you put a little, fill the pan with some soaked wood. And it just smokes it. And smoke it for hours and hours and hours. All right. It's fantastic. Okay. I do it. Quite regularly, so. All right. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll look into the little we're, smoker. We're getting little little chief, little chief, little chief, little L I L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll figure out our time. We're gonna go do some D and D. Yeah, D and D. Drew and I, so there's a place here in Boise that uh, our buddy Jordan found for us that he went to. That there's a guy he runs. The whole Dungeons and Dragons campaign, like you come in, you don't have to bring anything. He's got the dice, he's got the care, he's he's got pre-rolled characters. You don't have to roll a fucking character up, which is personally like my favorite thing in role-playing games is to like create a character, like they're like in my mind, I'm doing like their backstory and everything about them. No idea what you're talking about. So. <laughs> I get it. You've played games. It's like in Skyrim. <laughs> yes, I've played so games. So in Skyrim, you're creating that character. Like when you start, you create the way they look and all that kind of stuff. And in your mind, yeah. you can kind of create their backstory. That's why he looks this way. Yeah, that's why he looks this way, whatever. And then, But with D&D, it goes a step further. It gives you like their statistics, like how strong are they, how quick, how smart, etc. Um, but this guy has pre-rolled characters and stuff ready for you to go. And so he's got everything up. He's got the figurines. He's got the the map on the table laid out. And as you explore, he unveils the squares as you go. So it's 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 like a video game, but in but like you're playing, you're actually manipulating the pieces with your hand, and you're telling him like he describes. Okay, you you enter this room. So it's got to be three years ago. I agreed to do this to to play with me and Jordan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But we just couldn't. not this particular, but but to play years D&D. ago, I agreed that I would play. Yeah, because once I unveiled everything that's in the, the you, closet and, you of know what? secrets and shame, of fucking fantastic. <laughs> As Samantha is so well, and so dreams, per- baby. No, it's the it's the closet. I'm of gonna take a picture of this and put it up. And, and like, this, this is beautiful. You'll get more likes than you've ever known. <laughs> this is beautiful. All those. I mean, I didn't. That's not even a lot of games. I met this guy. No, that is a lot of games. I met this. No. No, there's this dude at Bocce that I met. He was there. He was just there drinking um, at Bocce Ball Winter League Champion, Champs. I by know. the way, Winter yeah. League Champs. Woo! Um, he was he was a friend of one of the guys I was playing with, and he was 
we were talking about board games and stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I fucking love board games. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And he showed, he's like, yeah, I got a game room. And he pulled up a picture on his phone of his game room. Mm-hmm. It's like my whole bedroom downstairs. And it's like there's a big, cool, like a, like a gaming, like felt gaming table in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And then like... All the walls, bookshelf, like like the ones I have out here, mm-hmm. circular, like the whole room full of fucking games, like thousands of dollars of games. Why a, a full bar? Really? At the back? Oh yeah. And he showed. He was like flicking through these pictures, and I was like, "I love you, and I want to marry you. Are you single?" And he was just like, "I'm newly single. Yes, actually, like it's a little raw right now, but thanks for bringing it up." And I was just <laughs> like. I love you, and I love this room. <laughs> like this is my dream. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so in. But anyway, he had a room of secrets oh, and shame. It's not secrets and shame, Drew. This is the fucking. This is popular now. This is finally. It's always been popular. Not like this. Not, not mainstream. On the mainstream. My whole life, I've been a comic book guy. Sci-fi fantasy guy from when I was like I was like seven years old. I started glomming onto this shit. No wonder you didn't drink till you were in your and, late twenties. <laughs> Quite possible. And now you love whiskey. Yeah, it's all fuck. It's coming up roses. Superhero <laughs> movies, like when that shit started. It's your best life. Oh my <laughs> god! Christ. Everything's just since <laughs> since like two thousand and two. Superhero movies have become a thing. As like when the first Spider-Man was coming yeah. out and stuff. It's everything that I that I loved as a child has become people Reality. are like, oh, I like Spider-Man. They're like, no, you don't like Spider-Man. Fuck you. You like the movie now. Like you didn't read hundreds of fucking You don't comic know books. what you, Peter Parker went you through. You don't know my love, Drew. No. No, I don't. No, I don't. I really hope so. My first love in this whole thing, (laughs) this whole thing, my my deepest true first love of Ready Player One Mm. was destroyed at the hands of Steven Spielberg. I that the first I committed. I'm not I committed. I don't blame Steven Spielberg. I do. I don't. Because I know exactly what he's ruined more than this one. What else has he ruined? Other stuff. For you. I don't know. I, d- I don't blame him as a direct. Like, I think it was the fact that it was a studio movie that other people had influence on it. Yeah. Other outside entities, sponsors, what have you, producers, yeah. what have you. I truly think if it was like, if you sat Ernie Klein and Steven Spielberg in a room, like if it was you and I and we had, we had just one Powerball and we had $100 million in cash. Mm-hmm. And we went to Steven Spielberg and Ernie Klein and said, we'll give you, we'll fund this movie for $100 million. Like, you just have, have our Powerball winnings. Mm-hmm. Make the movie. We'll, you know, we're first money out, et cetera. We get our $100 million back after all is said and done plus, you know, 10% or whatever. And then we go forward. I believe if they had carte blanche, if they came to us and been like, hey, can we, you know, we can't get the rights to do this part of the book, but can we do this? And we're like, yeah. I, if we gave Ernie Klein and Steven Spielberg the freedom to make what they made, I bet they would have made a much better movie. I hope so, because it. I I 
that movie was so and from the beginning I said it's a problem. No, we talked yeah. no, we, we had like a two episodes talking yeah, about we, this where of the old podcast where I said like there's so many licenses yeah, it's that you gonna have be to difficult. bring up that it's going to be hard. They're going to have to swap out A for B. But and you blah, could blah, have blah, blah, done blah. it right. But I just don't. Underst- they just changed it at all. I don't know. And I don't understand why the story had to change as drastically as it had to change. Because if you saw the movie and never read the book, read the book. Pick you it don't up on know. Audible. Like it's it's so the basically yeah. If the, you have Audible, email me and I'll send you it for free. Pick It'll up, be your free... Yeah, pick up the, the Audible book. Uh, Will Wheaton is the it's narrator. Great. It's it's very well done. It's a great book. I think I've listened to it 11 times now. Um, at any rate, we digress. It only tra- trails the Martian in my Audible listening. Long intro, cutting it short. Cutting it short now at 21 minutes. Jesus Christ. We talk. Just, we just we talk. You get a few drinks in us, man. I know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. We are the Citizen Whiskey Podcast. Oh, you almost said it wrong. I almost said, but I, <laughs> for a minute, I blanked on exactly what our podcast because was it called. was going to be Whiskey Citizen. Yeah, Whiskey Citizen or Citizen Whiskey. Yeah. I think we're Citizen Whiskey Podcast. Attention, Citizen. Um, coming up, ACDC's unlicensed, unverified, un solicited on whatever <laughs> that's boogie today uh-uh. when he was talking about that angus uh-uh. young he's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he had to think now nah, i'm in 50 years i'm not gonna be out here playing this a 70 year old in a schoolboy uniform <laughs> yeah you are yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, funny here comes have a drink on me the unofficial unlicensed unverified citizen whiskey podcast theme song uh steve's drinking again and back on the barrel, baby. <laughs> he has fallen off the wagon and been run over by the car behind it. Yep. And we <laughs> and Drew picked him up and put him in a bottle of bourbon. Solid pop. That was. All right. We're back. We're back. Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Drew. Yeah. Uh, Drew's real excited. I am. I'm excited too. I was, I'm just better at hiding it. <laughs> I was like a little kid, which all day today too. I, when I bought that, I was like, oh, special day. Uh, if you've been listening, uh, you know that I have not been drinking for the last month. And today is the day that I can get back on the wagon. On off, off the, the wagon. wagon. You can fall. Get back off the wagon. You're falling off. Um so I did the the whole thirty diet, no booze, no sugar, no carbs, no dairy, etc. for thirty days. And technically I am I think like f- just about three hours before the whole thirty day is up, but I feel like we can round up. So 
what we're going to do is I'm going to start by drinking the two bourbons that Drew had that I had not have I have not had yet. Do you have those notes from the uh probably okay somewhere in there. Um so we'll start with the Buffalo Trace that Drew had last week or whatever. I would think it was last week. Yeah. It's okay. the one that they sold me on. Yeah. And said I am t- I was real tempted to buy some of that peanut butter whiskey. Are you serious? I was tempted to just buy to it. Bring just, it just, just to bring it in and piss me off. Just to have it. Yeah. <laughs> You should really um, get the peanut butter one. You can put that in put the shark room. And then like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's real good. Why do you work it here? It doesn't sound good at all. Um, so I'll start with the Buffalo Trace as, God, I don't, I feel like this shouldn't be my first drink back. But Well, you can try something else. You've uh, earned it. You, you, I, I want you to try it just because I want to, I, I want confirmation that it's not as good as everyone says it is. All right, well. I'll drink heck? it. I'll drink it first. I'll start there because I I feel like my mouth will never be more ready to taste alcohol. So maybe I'll have like yeah, maybe it's different. It. So I'm gonna do a little splashy splash, just a taster. Take a look at it. Get a good nose on there. You're gonna. I'm gonna have go to back to little, it to yeah. see. All right. So like last time. It smells sweet. Yeah. Like, it's definitely got a whiskey. You know, you get the There's alcohol definite there. alcohol flameage up your nose. But it smells sweet. Legs are solid. Sticks. Good mm-hmm. stick to the side there. All right. Here we go. First drink in 30 days, minus three hours. Buffalo Trace bourbon. Ugh. Yeah, it's Ugh. it's got some real good heat to it. It tastes like cheap whiskey to me. <clears throat> first thing I noticed, I get cinnamon as my first. Is that's that's the first flavor that hits me, and you do get like that caramely tone to it, and it is like now like. What, 15 seconds after I had it, it's pretty sweet. There's a lot of sweet to it. But it it takes a, you you have, it takes a long way past the burn to get to the flavor. Yeah. No, there's a lot of heat up front. Like it hits you hard. Yeah. It doesn't taste, I, it's not something that I would recommend. No, I wouldn't go out of my way. I'd be like, yeah, if you're going to, you know, oh, are you just, are you having a party where you're going to be drinking like whiskey Cokes and shit? That's what, it's a mixer. Have that. It's a mixer, right? This is not something that you drink straight. No, I don't think so. And I had it on the rocks and, which you you don't have to have it. On the rocks, just, it's sweet. Yeah. It's all sweet. I mean, I can imagine it being, I missed whiskey though. Goddamn. Right? I don't think I'm as, as aggressively angry about it as you are. Like it, it's you know. I, I'm more. It's an entry. Off. It's like it's a standard bottle of whiskey. It's a twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven dollar bottle. Yeah, you're. This is if you if you're normally drinking, I don't know, R and R or a cheap mix mixing whiskey, and you're like, I'm gonna get a good bourbon. Mm-hmm. This is this. You're fine. If you if that's what you're if you're used to drinking cheap, this is a step up. Yeah. But it, it's not. I wouldn't classify it as a 
top shelf, high end. <clears throat> no, I I don't think I'd ever go out of my way to drink this. No, I don't. It's just, I mean, it's it's bourbon with probably like it's got it's got a sweetener or something. It's got some kind of. It's got more sweet and more cinnamon to it than most bourbons I've had. You just are just so angry about it. Your I'm, face every time. You're just angry. I'm pissed off that the I let them sell it to me. Hmm. I because I I trusted someone, <laughs> and we all tr- know that you should never trust. Who tried to sell me peanut butter whiskey? <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's just it's, it's not great. It's real sweet. It's, I mean, it's not great, but for the price point... It's fine. It's, you're not supposed to get great. No, you're... I mean, I was hoping it was going to be one of those surprises. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, this is a this mm-hmm. has cost this much, and it's good? Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy a... You know, maybe let's buy up a case of it and just hold on to it for a bit. Yeah. So, like, that was my third... So, it changes a little bit. That was, bit. like, my third mouthful, and, that, and by the third one, it's worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the first drink was the best one, and maybe it's because I've just been off of booze. But by that third one, I was like, "Ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm. damn!" I had. Did I just brush my teeth and have orange juice? What the fuck? <laughs> Am I chewing on tinfoil while drinking orange juice? Ugh. Yeah, that third one was bad. Mm-hmm. So Buffalo Trace gets progressively worse as you drink it. Yeah. If you if you're doing it neat, I mean if it's if it's watered down, if you've got ice or if you're it's way using mellow water, you you still get the cinnamon and the sweet is yeah. still there. The heat's gone because you're you're watering it down and mellowing it out quite a bit. But I wouldn't. I mean, mix it. Get a coke. Get a diet coke. Mix it up. Yeah. Recommend. Uh, as a mixer, I wouldn't recommend it as just like I want to have. Go walk into a bar and say, pour me one of those. If you just want to get fucking plowed, sure. It's probably one of the cheaper whiskeys on the menu. Yeah, and you could, but you could get, you know, four I mean, shots a, of Jack. If it's you want. a step up of, you know, it's not going to be well, at least. Or maybe, like, this is, like, the well whiskey for some places. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Usually well is, like, what, Beam? Yeah, it's going to be a beam. It's never Jack for some no. reason. Well, Jack's got uh, Jack is a Tennessee whiskey, which is still yeah. a bourbon, but not a bourbon, like whatever. So, but. yeah, Jim Beam, and, and then you get down into your locals, mm-hmm. you know, your off-brand Old Crows. and Right. I've seen Old Crow in the well, <laughs> and I was like, Whiskey Coke, and they're like, Old Crow, and I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> that's that's your well? That's Get that out of no. here. No. You should know. You shouldn't have that. Talk to your owner. But, you know, and then the guy's like, this is the cactus, man. <laughs> this sits like, what did the, you expect? This sits at the top shelf. Like, Bethany ordered in the fucking Bloody Mary at the cactus. Ugh. You want a what? Ugh. I do. that. My ideal, like, bar situation is, like, four to five taps of beer and then whiskeys. Yeah. And then, like, the very end of, like, the cabinet behind the bar, like, it's, like, whiskey, whiskey, Canadian whiskeys and bourbons and scotches and whatever. And then, like, like five bottles on the very end of, like, there's some gin down there. Vodka's over vodka there. vodka down there. They got a bottle of rum. 
like two bottles of rum, one shitty one, one good one, and then that's it. And but everything else, like you can have a beer or a bourbon, like that's kind of what we specialize in. Like, can I have a martini? Be like, you can have one the way we make. Yeah, it. Yeah, we'll make you one, but it's gonna be like the way we want it. Yeah. What's that mean? There you are. <laughs> Did you have any vermouth? No. Like we actually keep a bottle. Sweet vermouth. There's we have we we keep a bottle of it, and it's uh, in the it's in the storeroom. But we took a picture of it and we put it on the wall right back here. You see, so there's that's the picture. The of it. So show your vodka the vermouth. Show your gin the vermouth, and then drink it. No, the uh, sweet vermouth. You have to have sweet. Manhattan's. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Which the next time we go out and go out to eat or go get a drink, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have one. In Manhattan? Yeah. Okay. I want to see if it's a tradition in my family that we get angry. And after mean. drinking Manhattans? My mom used to get violently angry after Manhattans. Like, evil. Really? Well, it's like when we started the podcast. and <laughs> She was drinking Manhattans. Oh, was she? Yeah. Like, Who's going to listen to you? <laughs> no one's going to listen to you. <laughs> and she was right. It's true. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. It's okay. Well, there's like, we get, you know, anywhere between... On this one, it's been anywhere between like six and fifteen. Yeah, which is like individual downloaders. I don't care though. I don't care. It gives us a reason to get together and drink. Yeah, and we get to try all this stuff, which this is a lot of fun. I think. Oh yeah. Okay, now what do we got now? Okay, now. Okay, what do we got in the? Yeah. What am I, Jerry Judy? I'm getting all marble mouth too. It's fine. Um. So in the second bourbon of the bourbons that Steve missed. Uh, we have Hancock's President's Reserve. Two apostrophes, two possessives. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, single barrel. Very basic Bourbon bottle. Whiskey. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. I'm trying to remember this one. There you go. Good pop. I think I remember liking this one. A little poor, a little poor. Didn't you have this one recommended or something? Yeah. Well, this one, I, w- I had a different one in my mm-hmm. hand, and I... Um, oh, this one sells, smells even sweeter. This is the one that I think you were like the palette, like the the profile. I, yeah, this is. I think this is the one I nailed all the. This one has like all the fruit and stuff, mm-hmm. like the dark cherry. Yeah, yeah, that, but it's not as sweet as the Buffalo Trace. This does like the the nose though is real, real. It's caramel. Yeah, it tastes or it smells like. It smells like, like it smells like a candy bar. Yeah, kind of like with like bourbon dripped on it. Which sounds good. It really does. Just dipping Snickers bars. It's a hell of a lot smoother. Oh, yeah. Way smoother. Holy shit. What are you picking up? The first thing that gets me is vanilla. And then, see, like the... Like now that I, you know, I read the reviews and stuff when you were doing it, so I know that I should taste cherry, and I don't know if that's. I taste it. I think I do, but I don't know if. Yeah, I'm, you don't know if your your brain's like filling this. This prophecy. tastes like this. No, no. If I get vanilla, that's my first. The heat's not there. No, it's not. It's super smooth. Yeah, this is real smooth. Like I don't think I had. I don't haven't had a burn. And this, this, okay, so this Hancock's is almost the same proof as the Buffalo Trace. That's wild. Mm-hmm. They're like 0.2% difference, the Buffalo Trace being a little bit more. But it's super smooth. Yeah, that's really smooth. And you compare those two, Buffalo Trace is trash. And I hate well, to bag on it like that. What's the price point between the two, though? 40 bucks on the Hancock's. 
So it's like 15 bucks more. Yeah, 12, 13 bucks, yeah. And we've discovered, like with scotch, you know, the higher, the more you spend, it does make a difference. Sometimes. I mean, Sometimes, but. So, yeah, I mean, to a degree, you do pay for the name on some things, just like with anything on that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that is fucking smooth as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, may, that, may, that excites me to try that one. Wow. Yeah, that. Damn, that's real smooth. Yep. Um, way, yeah. Way better than the Buffalo. Like, Again, the Buffalo Trace. I'm not. Fit, like, I didn't literally mean to call in it value. Trash. In value, $15 better than the Buffalo Trace. Oh, like, yeah. At, or more. Oh, like, yeah. If not more. Because, like, Jefferson's Reserve, which is about that smooth, it's like smooth like that. I think Jefferson's a little bit more. But I like, almost got us a bottle of that, but yeah. And that's, yeah, that, I mean, that kicks the fuck out of Buffalo Trace. Flavor, smoothness. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh, God bless you. That's one of the news stories. Um, it's one of mine, too. <laughs> yeah, that's real tasty. Mm-hmm. Pretty that's good. Real, that's real tasty. That's solid. All right, let's pause. Let's go get a little water. And then we'll come back and start doing some news before we jump into more boozes. All righty. And we're back. And we, they didn't even know we were gone. Hey, there was a slight pause. You want to say on the air the price point of that? Of this? Yeah. I was uh, curious. Yeah, so uh, the other two whiskeys we're going to do today, Drew is going to open up his and I'm going to open up mine. Uh, I had to order this special from the United Kingdom. England. Which is cool. Great Britain. Uh, the Hibiki... Oh, fuck, I can't open this. Uh, Suntory Whiskey. This is Japanese Harmony is what it's called. It is a Japanese whiskey. This is the one that I had. You remember I went to Portland and went to the Port- the Multnomah Whiskey Library. Can't wait. And had this there. It was recommended because I was talking to the guy about getting into Japanese whiskeys and stuff, and he recommended this one as a... Like a, a a good bar, a, a good high bar to set. So, ooh, easy. So this one is is a blended. It's a blend um, of their various flavors, and so it's it's much like you know Johnny Walker Blue, those kind of you know even Gold and all those. Those are all blends. Yeah. And so it's not a it's not a single malt. Um, it was seventy dollars, I think. For the bottle, and then I ordered two bottles of. I ordered this bottle and a bottle of gin, so it was seventy bucks for the for this, and then you know the the shipping on both bottles is like fifty bucks. Yeah, so you you mentioned something like the shipping was almost as much as the booze. Yeah, so if you can find this in the states, you'll probably find it for. I'd I'd guess closer to ninety, but I mean effectively that's what it was. It was. You know, if you have the price, it was a $95 bottle. I'm excited. I'm I'm, more, I'm really excited about trying it because the two that Japanese that I've tried, because I've never had. Mm-hmm. And so the other two were fantastic. Yeah, it's this one kind of set me on the path of really wanting to start getting into some Japanese whiskeys. So. And I'm glad that you tried it because yeah. it turned, it, turned the light on for me. Hopefully, hopefully it... Uh, it holds up to your standards well and, and i want you to be on it like if you don't like it tell oh, like please let me know like i don't want it to be like yeah it's really good 
No, I will. <laughs> Inside your. When have I ever <laughs> not? I know. I'm just saying. I um, don't. So you're going to open yours. We going to do mine first. Uh, sure. Or do you want to just each individually? This is the because what I've got is Caribou Crossing. It's a single barrel. Allegedly, the first Canadian single barrel since the 19th century. Ooh. Um, it's the same company that makes Blanton's. Mm-hmm. That's hence the caribou decoration on the top. Sure. Blanton's has the jockey, the horse. the horse. This has a caribou. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous bottle and display. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it looks like a high end. If this isn't, if this is something that we don't like, then it holds true our theory that. The the better the display, the worse the whiskey. The yeah. more simple the display, the like better the whiskey. That Hancock's right there. Yeah, that's it's just a, a very simple everything. That's like a two dollar sticker. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, like, the go bottle ahead. is beautiful. Go ahead and crack that one open. It's engraved. And the I will in a blue bag. Since as you're pouring, I'm going to get us into a little booze news. Um, as you're so that is Caribou Crossing. Caribou. So booze news. I just I pulled up this story because we haven't done a booze news for a little booze, bit, booze. and this is literally on boozenews.com. Um, Drew, what would you bid for a rare Donald Trump single malt whiskey? Um, okay, two things. <laughs> he claims he's never drank in his life. Yep. So um, that would. Why would it be? What makes it Donald Trump? Except there is footage of him drinking wine. Yeah. So, but he's never had a drink in his life. Yeah. He's. What did he say? He didn't swallow, which is Something. the equivalent of Bill of Bill Clinton saying he didn't inhale. Yeah, but dumber. But dumber. Yeah. It's it's a glass of wine, dude. Yeah. Your wife every night. Oh. <laughs> I guarantee you, Melania is fucking plowed. Yeah. Plowed. Anytime that she's with him. Yeah. When she has to be in the same air. That's space why she never him. speaks. That's why she's in fucking New York and you're in DC. Yeah. As much as humanly possible. Loud. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Donald. I'm, I'm drinking tonight. Did you see what he said? I did not. Rose. <laughs> Refill. <laughs> um, Armando. So this is on boozenews.com. This is from <sighs> last this is from last year. Okay. A couple of years ago. If actually. I was a uh, flag bearing Republican. Uh, how a single ball you said? Yeah, so it just the story was there is a single cask of Glendronic made especially for Trump's golf course, so in Aberdeenshire, Scotland. So oh, okay, so it's kind of oh. made for that. Twenty five hundred, twenty six year old, only five hundred bottles released. Oh. Sherry cask, box box signed by Donald J. Trump. This bottle is going 30, to auction January thirteenth of two thousand eighteen. Thirty five thousand. Uh, and I'll, ooh, I can look it up here in a second. After his recent elevation to president of the United States, we're eager to see how much this bottle of 26 year old Glendronic will fetch at the hammer estimated in excess of 2,500 pounds. So that's like three grand. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, as we continue to go, I will, uh, see if I can find the results here right now. It's saying page not bound. That's not helpful. <laughs> oh, booze news. Um, <laughs> So that was a Trump signed bottle of scotch at auction. Six thousand. Six thousand? Six thousand pounds. So what seventy five hundred? 
Let's. I will just Google pounds to dollars, and we will find the answer. Pounds to dollars. We got one pound six thousand six seven thousand six hundred ninety five. Damn, I was just about right. Look at me. I'm I'm a regular good, economist. Good job. Um. So yeah, that was that was that. So, All right, I haven't even smelled it. Caribou Crossing. It's darker. It's very dark. It's darker than the other two. Definitely doesn't smell as sweet as the others. No, it's very smells. It's very little alcohol to it. I'm not picking up a lot. Well, well I don't get. I smell bourbon, but I don't smell like vanilla or. Mm-mm. All right, let's see. Look at that. Hangs in the glass quite well. Yeah, it does. Got a little bit more kick to it. Not much, though. Not a lot than the Hancock's. It's a, Hancock's is still smoother. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit down here. I'm getting a little bit in my chest. Not a very exciting flavor. Uh-uh. It's just kind of, or not, it's not a bourbon. Why am I calling it? It's, it's a Canadian. That's why it tastes like this. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I mean, it tastes. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. It's a very Canadian whiskey. Yeah. It's... <laughs> well, you want some whiskey, eh? It's very Canadian. It is. Please it's... have some whiskey. Thank you. If it's you want good. more, let me know. It's good. I, I, I feel like I'm not selling it, but it's good. It's very good. It's smooth. It's got a, a, a nice burn to it. It's very slight, but it's not. It's not Flavor Town. No. It tastes like it was bottled and shipped around, like left in a barrel for a while, then unbottled, and someone said. You know, good morning to it every day. It was very Canadian to it's it. Very, yeah, it's very <laughs> unexciting. It's, yeah, it it's, re, I mean, it, not to slander it at all, but like it's, it's very Canadian. It's quite very normal. polite <laughs> and, and caring and cares about its neighbors. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, enjoys its health care. It's, 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 it's fine. <laughs> Just like Canada. Oh, don't mind us. We're just over here. Don't mind our whiskey. We're it's, just over here. We're not going to mess you all up with any dark notes of elm and cedar. We're just going to give you some nice whiskey. We'll put the game on, but we'll mute it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so as not to bother you. Hmm. It is. It's fine. I, I kind of like it. It's velvety. It's smooth. Yeah, I wanna, I'm going to pull up a... A review and see what we got here. Uh, we'll go to Carib. I'm not letting TotalWine.com review my whiskey. Fuck no. off. Well, we have the Whiskey Wash, Breaking Bourbon. Very clever. Yeah. The, the Whiskey Jug. The Whiskey Jug. Is that where you're going? No. I'm, I'm going to go a little deeper Ooh. on the Google. See if I can't find something real fun. Caribou Crossing single berry single bar- God damn it single barrel Canadian whiskey review. So I'm going to go to the distiller distiller.com. 
Oh, this one has a maple leaf on the top. All right. So we've got Canadian distilled in Canada and aged in barrels for at least three years. Often, but not always, Canadian whiskeys are blends of corn, barley, and rye whiskeys, which were distilled and matured separately. All right. <sighs> Tasting notes. The whiskey is fairly dry on the nose. Yeah, just the kind of basic alcohol, which hints of leather and barn wood. All right. That's beyond my nose. What the fuck is barnwood? <laughs> what I don't know. I've been in barns. I don't. I don't want to particularly. I don't remember ever tasting one. Well, this is the nose. Oh, the nose. As well as subtle almond notes. Mm. What makes the whiskey so accessible are are its pleasing flavors. Okay, I. I'm not getting the pleasing flavors. Okay, wait until I, d- I describe these fucking flavors to you. So we're like, I don't. We I said this is not flavor town. I don't get much other than just kind of like a nice Canadian whiskey. Like whiskey, a nice, it's fine. It's good. It's I, just fine. I enjoy it. I would buy this if I was just wanted something smooth and drinkable. And I could order this, yeah. So accessible, <laughs> Gesundheit, are its pleasing flavors. Chocolate and caramel burst on the tongue before fading into more tropical notes of mango... Excuse Citrus me? and boysenberry. Hold on. Maybe I'm not. Am I? We drinking the same one? I don't know. Hold on. And satisfying finish. The whiskey exits the tongue quickly after drying on the palate with hints of cedar. I get the. I get. I get the cedar. I get the wood. Yeah, I've got the wood. Oh yeah, but I'm not getting any. chocolate. No caramel. I'm no. I'm not seeing it, man. Second drink, I don't, I don't get chocolate. Like second drink after having a little sip of water here and kind of cleaning out, um, I could, I can see there being a, a little bit more caramely. But I'm not getting it. I don't get fucking mango, citrus, and boys. I don't. Yeah, I don't get tropical flavors out of this. Yeah, this one says flavor profile is fruity and vanilla, which I don't get. Did you, did you did you pull up a review? Yeah. What do you got over well, there? Well, this uh, this is from the whiskey jug. The whiskey jug. And this has got an I is light caramel. Out light. Yeah, I guess the nose it says grain caram- caramel vanilla spice oak nuts butterscotch and some lemon zest. I'm not picking up any citrus. No. Not even and I'm not bit. I'm not a expert. No. I mean. Let's be As honest. we've stated before. Yeah, we're not experts. No. The palettes, it's caramel, grain, vanilla. I get a little bit of the vanilla, maybe. Biscuity. Biscuity. Oak and some butterscotch and spice again. I can, I can land on the caramel and the butterscotch and the wood. This, the, like the cedary, oaky, kind of the finish. Yep. But I'm not, I don't get any of this fucking fruit they're talking about. Nope, none at all. Nothing at all. Hmm. And this finishes short. Right. Yeah, it doesn't linger too long. Do you need a, a moment? He's gonna blow his nose. It's corona. So yeah, it's I'm I it's a little I mean I don't know. I don't get what they're Again, so, the, their palettes are—they they run websites that should. I would hope that they're more refined. 
than yeah. we are. But well, I would hope so. So this is this this is the summary that has been written about it. Caribou Crossing single berry, barrel. God, I cannot say that word. <laughs> Caribou Crossing single barrel Canadian whiskey is not a horrible whiskey. In fact, it's pretty dang palatable. Not something I want to sip on even at a monthly level, but far from something I would never want to try again. That's fair. It's good. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Like, I, I don't know that I'd, I'd go out of my way to have it again. No. But if someone had it and been like, hey, I tried this whiskey. Like, I bought this whiskey. Does it any good? And be like, yeah, it is pretty fun good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, <laughs> I think I nailed it. It's very Canadian. It, it's super Canadian. It's very polite. It's, yeah, the, at like, sorry, now two, three drinks in, and it's like, like I can feel it on my tongue a little bit, but it's, no, def- it's smooth. It's definitely smooth. It's not as smooth as the Hancock's. That you know what it reminds me of? Still the smoothest. And I of wouldn't the day. compare the two because one's a bourbon, one's a Canadian, you know. I mean, in that, this reminds me of Pendleton. Mm-hmm. Pendleton mm-hmm. is very smooth, I think. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's they tasty. they score this a three out of five. I'd bump it up, maybe like three and a half, three and probably a half, maybe a four, just because it's double. depending on what you're coming for. But yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's not offensive by any stretch, and no. it's it's above average. I would say I think it's pretty good. I yeah. mean. No, I like it. The it's... bottle sets it off, mm-hmm. of course. No, I enjoy it. If you're if you're a Canadian whiskey fan, you you would yeah. dig this shit. No, you. This is something you would want neat or, you know, I, you could put it on the rocks. I don't think you'd need this. You don't need to put this on the rocks. No, you know, you. Wouldn't... I'm curious to know how, what the profile changes though when it you throw some ice in there. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, you got a story. Sure. Let's get into Drew's story. <clears throat> number two. Bring it up here. <laughs> so this is out of Florida. Oh, God, Florida. So how does a Florida police force plan to stop the coronavirus from spreading? Shooting it? Free meth tests. Oh, I, okay. Did you see this? Yeah. So they're asking people to bring in their methamphetamine so the department can test it for corona. There's a shitload of, like, I mean, this is happens in a number of other places, um, but, like, the cops across the world are doing some superb Facebook-level trolling for just dumb fucks. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. So that, that was just a headline. You don't need to know, because, I mean, you know somebody's going to go in to get their meth tested. At least oh. one. Yeah, some... Corona? Oh, God! <laughs> I don't want that. We just I... bought some meth yesterday. Let's go. Is it the Mexican coronavirus? So, I'll read you the first line of this article and then see if you can figure out what the headline is. Texas game wardens investigating a boat adrift on Lake Granbury allegedly found two people on board Engaging in intimate activities. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Get it? If the boats are rocking, <laughs> is the headline. 
Police unsuccessfully search. Oh, wait, that's a little story. Oh, never mind. Settle. Wow. Yeah. Story after story. So, yeah, so you just roll up in a boat and they're just. And they're just knocking. Getting bit, down. If huh? this boats are rocking. <laughs> I think it's funny. All right. Let's see. What do you got something? Um, well, so since we are in the season of coronavirus and we are in the high high stakes panic of emptying out grocery stores of certain products, um, calm down, people. If you are not a it's I'm not saying don't worry and don't like just not to not worry about it. But if you are between the ages of 10 and 50 and you're of decent health like you could withstand a flu bug you're fine mm-hmm. if you have compromised immune system for whatever reason or respiratory system and you're between those ages then yeah you should be a little concerned yep if you are i, I guess coronaviruses is the it's we all have coronaviruses we get them all the time so this is just a different strain um well, so kids get coronaviruses all the time, and they're a little bit less susceptible to this because they get them and they suffer through them. So they're not immune, but they're more resilient. But the elderly population, this is significantly dangerous for them. Um, but this is not a Spanish flu level stock up on all household items level event. It's okay. Well, what about China released it to kill us? That's moronic. But they they did. That's how they shut up Hong Kong. That's that's they released it to shut up the protests in Hong Kong. And that's why it started in Wuhan because that's the same as Hong Kong. Yeah. Okay. They all look alike. Yeah. That's, that's no. This is the I shit. Know. I these, hear it every day. They, these are the standard right wing conspiracy dumb shit. These are people that live Rush around Limbaugh. here. I know. I know. These people, this is what they tell me. People, I was in the break room. Oh, quote, Jesus Christ. I can't believe they were letting China release this. Huh? And one guy's like, just close the borders off. I'm like, it's already here. Oh, my here. God. People. One guy I work with made the only sane argument for shit, like, what's going to happen. He's like... He's like, I build computers and screw around with that stuff, mm-hmm. and it's going to suck because it's going to be hard for me to get that shit for a while, to get the stuff to build my computers for a while, because I get it. It all comes from China. Yeah. And he's like, that's where it's going to be difficult. It's going to suck. It's, it and will I was like, have a significant may- effect on the economy. Yeah. Of Which, here and it already everywhere. has. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, the Fed cut rates. The Fed cut the rate 5.5%. A lot. That's a big... And it's only because Donald Trump is just like, we can't let the economy dip. Because then it'll, because if, if it goes down, it does look bad on you. It does look bad on you because, A, you haven't handled this well at all. No, it, and it, hopefully it'll go away. Uh, it'll and, go away in the springtime. Like, te- technically, yes, the case, the number of cases will dip and it won't, the spread, you read the, the sp- infection won't go as quickly. But come fall, when the weather starts to dip down again, it comes back. You read That's, the story about the they had the roundtable discussion. Yeah. The executives from the pharmaceutical companies yeah. on one side and the doctors and experts on the other side. Yeah. And he's like, they said two months. The executive said two months. And the doctor's like, no. to get one ready to start testing. 
Yeah. It's going to be at least a year, yeah. if not longer. Two year and a half before we yeah. have one that's safe yeah. to send out. Yeah. Because what people don't realize is, yeah, we might have a vaccine, but if we send it out, it might kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. It has to be prepared and yeah, done safely. And tested. Yeah. And then I saw that he, he was like, I asked him to speed it up. I was like, guys, speed it up. Speed it up. It's and they a- said, okay. <laughs> like, dude, you <laughs> shut <betcha>. the fuck <laughs> up. You're the dumbest man in the country. I swear. Oh, maybe not the dumbest in the country. I mean, there's some people out there that we don't know. But you're the dumbest one that gets to talk in a public forum. Yeah, that gets forum to talk on TV. In a, on a standard basis. And you just happen to be the president. And it's sad for us. Fucking. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but at any rate. I, 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 have a, I have another one if you want. Well, I, that was my thing. Oh. So um, I wanted to get into uh, Pope Gregory the First. Oh, so oh. back in the Black Death, okay. the Black Plague, the bubonic plague, uh, Pope Gregory the First. It's also called Saint Gregory the Great. It's a pope from September third, fifteen ninety, or not fifteen five ninety, to March twelfth, sixteen o four. A number of things during his tenure as head of the Catholic Church that endeared him to history, such as being the first pope to launch a mission known as the Gregorian Mission to convert the people of the British Isles to Christianity. Christianity. Hmm. The tenure of Pope Gregory I coincided with one of the plague's pandemics. In fact, he got the job because the previous pope had a fatal run-in with the plague. On February 16th, 600, Pope Gregory I issued a papal edict ordering everyone within earshot of a sneeze. Now, this is a papal edict. If you are a good Catholic, everyone within earshot of a sneeze to immediately issue a short three-word prayer asking God for his blessing upon the unfortunate person. Gregory hoped that if a sneezing person was bombarded with blessings, the collective players and prayers and good vibes would save the person from the onset of the fully deadly disease. The full onset of the deadly disease. God bless you became standard response to hearing a sneeze. That's interesting. Like, I didn't know that. Everybody with an earshot. So if you're a good Catholic and you hear someone sneeze and you don't say God bless you, you're going to fucking hell. That was a papal edict. Yeah, that's like going against that's the word of God. That's going against the word that's of God. That's like that's like the Mormon president mm-hmm. when he says something, the prophet when he says something, it's yeah. it's it's actually from Christ's mouth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I I watched the I <laughs> I watched a concert last night that was filmed. It was on PBS. Love PBS. Yeah. Fucking love it. We're in festival. You love that public broadcasting, I Drew? Do. I do. Fucking uh, socialist commie bastard. I fucking love it. It's great. It's festival time, so they're trying to raise money. I watched a Prince concert filmed at his home in Paisley Park in one of his like auditoriums that he yeah. has. Must have been 2,000 people there in his fucking house. Yeah. Full stage, everything. I've heard stories about Paisley Park. It was <laughs> great. <laughs> He's, oh, God. I wish I miss Prince. Was, uh, me too. I, I mean, the stories don't. I had my broom when I was growing up. I was purple. I had purple rain, everything. I had, it was great. It was purple so good. Purple rain. Purple don't sing it. Rain. Um, so, <laughs> all right. You, you want to do a, a little quick one here? Yeah, go ahead. Wichita Falls, Texas. <clears throat> a woman was ban- banned from Walmart after drinking wine from a Pringles can while astride an electric shopping cart. The nice. Wi- <laughs> the Wichita Falls Times Record News reported 
that when it, when pol- when the police officer arrived at the store around what time did they one, arrive? One thirty a.m. One thirty a.m. Yes. Okay. It's even worse if that turns into p.m. You're close. <laughs> 9 a.m. Oh. <laughs> Employees say oh, that's bad the Lone Ranger <laughs> had been riding around the property since 6.30 a.m. Oh. Just Pringles whining it up. Drinking it out of a Pringles can. What the fuck? That's not a container that should be designed to hold They liquid. let her go for two and a half hours. Watch <laughs> Security's just watching her. Well, I think the fr- at like... first you're like you're like watching her, and she's shaking the Pringles can, so you're sure. thinking she's getting the crumbs. Sure, that's the first thing you're thinking. I, it's got to be right. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just eating chips. She's just having chips, and then she, but she's just get them fatty. But two and a half hours on one of those carts, that's a lot. That's a long time. That's what's the charge on those things? You can you can pull a solid three and a half four yeah. hours of runtime on them. Um. Well, I know you can get at least a mile and a half from my store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. So, if that's any indication. (laughs) However long it takes to get that far. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's try, uh, let's get into some, all right, you still got a little bit of caribou. Oh, I'll finish it. Clean your shit, man. Come on, come on. Um, So... Let's talk a little... That's we, not unpleasant. No, I like the caribou. It's very, very it's good. It's fine. It's, it's very good. It's a great Canadian... It's, it's a great Canadian whiskey. It's one of the best Canadian whiskeys I've ever had. Yeah. It's it's really good. I just don't get this citrus and no, not getting any chocolate and shit that they're talking about. Like, I don't get that. It's absolutely beautiful. I get... It's, it is... After my second, third drink of it, I was definitely picking up on... Like more of that caramel butterscotch note, but all the other things they said, no. Yeah, I don't get any mango. Um, yeah, mango. Jesus. Uh, let's uh, since we kind of brought in politics a little bit there. Um, so the election, we, it's, it is Super Tuesday right now, as we speak. Yep. And we are down a couple of candidates recently. Pete Buttigieg dropped out. Amy Klobuchar dropped out. Tom Steyer dropped out. Uh, so it's down to um, Joe Biden and, and Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and uh, Michael Bloomberg. And there's a couple other people like Tulsi Gabbard who are still in there because they hate America. Um, I don't think she hates America. That's, no. not, that's not fair. But she's... I don't like Tulsi Gabbard. She's somewhat annoying. Um, so what do you what do you think about uh, the front runner Bernie Sanders versus? I mean, right now it seems like it's going to be Sanders versus Biden, but you know, Super Tuesday kind of decides a lot. This is exactly what the Republican Party wants. Yeah, I. I am not a Bernie guy. I am not either. I, I I like a lot of his policies, but I don't like him. No, I think he's an angry old man. I I think he's I, he's a problem, and it's it's 
the cult of personality around Trump and there's just a cult of personality around Sanders and that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been a Warren person for a long time. Cause I think, I think quite literally, if you were just, if you were to take out all, if, if there's nameless candidates mm-hmm. and you just put out like, this is what I think, like computerized speeches. So you couldn't pick up whether it was male or female or whatever. And you listened to all of them mm-hmm. talk. She would be the clear. She would be the front runner by a f- ten miles. Yeah, I, because she is. I'm not a. I'm not a Warren fan. I'm. I just. And it's not because she's a woman. It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Drew. I voted for a woman in the last presidential election. As did I. As and I did not hesitate to. Jill Stein. Yeah. Get out of my fucking country. I I voted for Hillary. I wrote in. I wanted something different. No, Jill Stein was on the fucking ballot. Well, I know, but, you know, just come on. I know. I I just, but I I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I, in the aspect that Bernie's, he's going with the, I'm going to be the loudest Democrat in the room. Yeah. And Joe Biden can't get the fuck out of his own way. He doesn't know how to shut his mouth. That's a problem. He's an old man. Who just says what he thinks he wants to say, like like the president? The president gets away with it because he's Donald Trump. Yeah, because he's a douchebag. People know he's an idiot. Yeah, like you can see their faces, like the eyes roll. Oh fuck! There is like with Biden. There's, and I, I've heard a lot of people refer to it, like there's the happy warrior Biden, like the guy who's just like. He's lived through a lot, mm-hmm. and he's maintained a positive attitude. And he's a, and like at his core, he is a good fucking person. I think he is a really, and not that Bernie is not, not that anyone else is not. Well, it, it's but, it's the same as like George Bush, yeah, the young George. But there's times when he good dude when that shows through, and you're like, that's that's the Biden that I like is that guy. But then in debates, he'll get like just super angry and start yelling, and just, and then there's the Chris Christie. Yeah. Hurricane Sandy saying, what do you want me to do? Get a mop? Yeah. And help you clean up? Well, there's that version. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, so shit. He needs to fit. Like, I don't know if he needs more naps or like whatever he needs during the day. Like his campaign needs to give it to him. Probably some naps. Like keep him, keep him happy. But it is now. With, give him a little um, bit of Hancock's reserve. Um, well, hold on. Let's, we'll get no, no, that. no. I'm saying give it to Biden. Oh, yeah, Send yeah, him yeah. out there. He'd be like, yes, I'm feeling good. Hey, guys, what's up? He should just go out there with a fucking glass in his hand. Like, well, hey, cheers, everybody. Did you see what happened on February 26th of this year? Uh, maybe. The United States House of Representatives passed a bill to make lynching oh. a federal crime. Yeah. And for some reason, four people voted against it because of, quote, government overreach. Yeah, no. Like, no, that's just that no. One you just you just vote yes on. Careful, your racism is showing. just just vote yes on that one. Like, even if you truly think it's government overreach, just vote yes. Yeah, on. Just, just vote yes. Just <laughs> it's fine. Like when you're the, f- I want to know who the first no was. Like as the votes mm-hmm. are being tallied, it's like yes, 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 no. And fucking what is Gomert? Louis Gomert's like no. Like oh, buddy. Did you make? Did you hit the wrong button? <laughs> like, you want to do? We'll give over? you. We'll give you a chance, Louis. Did you really want that to be no government overreach? So, like, oh, you want to be able to kill people by lynching? Jesus Christ! Independent Justin Amash, yeah, Thomas Thomas Massey, Ted Yoho. It's got to be out of Hawaii, right? 
I don't know. I think he's a yeah. He's a Republican. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like three Republicans and one Independent or whatever it was. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this is dumb. But so far, I'm looking at at Super Tuesday results. Yeah, it's loading. So Alabama, Biden, North Carolina, Biden is what they're predicting. And Vermont, uh, Virginia, Biden, Texas is leaning Biden right now, but it's kind of too close. It's leaning Biden. Maine, mate, leaning Biden. Uh, Massachusetts gonna, Maine, leaning Biden. Maine's going to take. I know Biden's Sanders will flip. Guy. I mean, there's not a lot of precincts reporting, so it'll probably flip. Oklahoma leaning Biden. Sanders wins Vermont. They're ready to call that one um, because you can call it. It's his state. And there's Tennessee only is the people barely leaning Sanders, but the, it says pretty likely Biden will catch up as more precincts. Oh, report. but Bloomberg took American Samoa. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. So, you know, that's happening in the world right now. It's, I mean, I'm not knocking it. I just. I don't want this to disappoint. I'll be upset if it does. (laughs) Did you hear that? It's been ready to be poured. Hmm. It's got a nice heavy. Glass cork and everything. So that's beautiful, by the way. We are moving on to the Hibiki the Suntory uh, Harmony blend. Fan of the Suntory mm-hmm. distillery. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, I've had this before. I've had this a couple it's times following now. Following the line of Japanese. This is the first bottle I've bought. It's definitely got a lot more heat. It's got a lot more Does burn it? on the palate than those other ones. But it goes away pretty quick. See, I like that. That makes me so... Like, I like it a lot. I don't know if you do. I'm going to let that sit for a second. But it's definitely got... It comes in pretty hard. It comes in, coming in hot. Yeah, it hits, and you're like, "I'm drinking whiskey." No, and I, I'm on record that like I, I like that. I like I like what Japan is doing. Yeah, just letting it sit on the tongue there for a second. I want to see if it like now. it. You actually feel it, like as it sets on your tongue, like it starts to you get the burn. And you swallow, and you get that nice warm burn. But it goes, it, it's gone. Like, it's, it's already gone from when I had my drink. I like it. It's got, it's, it's pretty clean flavor. It's almost gone completely after you swallow and you breathe in. Mm-hmm. It's like that wipes it away. Yeah, it's, it's pretty clean flavor. It's, it's mostly the, it's mostly the, the barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume oak is what I'm, would. Yeah. It's um, oaky. I'm going to say oak. Not Toki. I'm getting. Uh, all right, here. I'm full disclosure. I'm not looking at anything. All right. Nutmeg. Okay. That's what I'm getting. I'll go to the review of the site that I ordered it from. Is that a review? That's not really a review. I'm picking up nutmeg. 
Beaky. So, I, and again, I don't understand some people's ability to call these things out. I don't know where you how they get that. So here, the producers, the people, you know, Suntory, color amber. Thank you. Yep, it nose. Is. They have the on the nose. They say rose, lychee, which I don't know what that is. Leche. It's a Leche. fruit. Okay. Eat it in. That's big in Hawaii. Gotcha. Leche. Uh, a hint of rosemary, mature woodiness. I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I smell that sandalwood and sandalwood. I get that. On the palate, honey-like sweetness. I'm not picking that up. Candied orange peel. Orange? And white chocolate. <laughs> P- orange peel. And white chocolate? And white chocolate is what they say is the palate. That's a deep dive. I definitely don't get honey-like sweetness. I can make a case for orange peel. Yeah. I get a little bit more so citrus in this than the Canadian. Definitely not white chocolate. No, I don't get... Because I'm thinking smooth, almost coating you, coating your tongue. And then the, for the finish, this is from the producer again, subtle, tender, long finish. I, I would argue with long, but it like the finish, like it... It goes away qu- quickly, but it's like easy. It goes oh, by easy. Oh, look at this. And then with a hint of m- mizu- Mizunara, Japanese oak. So there's your oak. Um, a reviewer. Yeah, oak. So the, a reviewer, This that was that was from Suntory. The, the first bit was the reviewer says uh, on the nose, a beguiling aroma of apricots. Orange blossom and marmalade, bolstered by a subtle spice. This guy's too much. <laughs> bolstered by subtle spiciness, too. Cinnamon and clove. Elegant and seductive. Your nose is amazing, sir, and you need to be finding fucking murderers with it. Or sniffing out mushrooms. Yeah. You need, you need to be finding <laughs> Find some chanterelles. All right, if, buddy. You, if you can smell this and smell fucking marmalade. I don't get the orange. Yeah. Um, on the palate, um, champion Stuart P. here. Uh, the generous fruit continues onto the palate. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm looking at, Stuart. With bees. oranges and apricots in abundance. Elegant orange blossom character. There's a little peppery spice, but the soft, succulent fruit takes hold. Nice balance and nicely crafted. On the finish, the spiciness takes over from the fruit and lingers along with the little barrel char. Comment. Something of a baby compared with much or much older Hibiki bottlings. This retains the classic soft, elegant orange blossom character and gen- generous fruitiness with a little spice to help things along. Okay. I really don't, like... I'm not... I wish I could fucking taste like you people do. I mean, maybe in a couple of years we'll be able to do... To tell. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I doubt it. That's... that's I, I like know. it if it tastes good. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes good on my mouth hole, so I put it in there. No, this is not bad. See, I like it. This is like I like smooth whiskeys. I like smooth drinks. But if I'm drinking something neat, and I do want to try an ice ball with this and this, that 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 one. Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Get ready on the Hancock's with the ice. I. I have a feeling, much like with the hold on with the Toki, which was the other one from Suntory that we had. 
when we put it on the ice, mm-hmm. it was vastly different. No, it was way. It was no, it changed it. It yeah. went from like, yeah, I don't know if I drink that to, yeah. oh, okay, this is better. See, the Harmony I've had a couple times neat now, and this is, if I'm gonna drink something neat, this is, and I've had other things that are good, but this is what I want. I want so something. So the Toki is the other one. Toki is the other. And centauri. what's the Hatazaki? The Hatazaki. Is a that's yeah, the one that you really like. That's my. That's my favorite. Yeah. Like I'm gonna buy a bottle of that. I think for, for for personal use. Yeah. See the harmony on the second tasting after my mouth hasn't been setting for a while. Like it's not. That wasn't as harsh of a drink. So the second time I took one, one took one in, like it just that was that was perfect. That's what I want. I want the first one to like really hit and linger. I guess that was my third drink. But it yeah it just. Mm. I want I, this is what I like about whiskey. I like that burn, like right when it gets in your mouth, it like burns for a second, and then it just dissolves into just flavors. And in this case, primarily it's oak for me. Yeah, there's a lot of wood. That's what I pick up. A lot of wood. Mm-hmm. It's all right, mm, but it doesn't linger. I like that a lot. But I am very curious to see what it does when it's on a rock. On an ice ball. <clears throat> oh, an ice ball. Ice balls. That's not bad. I'm not in love with it. The Hatuzaki is the one that I... That's my... I mean, it, I love it. Like, it, I think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not expensive, and not in a. I mean, that not not like, in an alcoholic. I want to get hammered with it because I would not right. want no, in no, no, no. any way to get hammered with any of these. It's certainly not Buffalo Trace. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you want to sponsor it's, us, that's fine. I'll change my we'll opinion. The, we'll take it down. We'll take the free. <laughs> how much is it going to cost? <laughs> Five million. <laughs> Five million bucks. That's so funny that he is winning American somehow. He's rich. He must be good. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying Mike Bloomberg is a bad dude. He's not a great dude. But no, I'm not. But I'm not saying like like his ideas. Some of his ideas aren't good, and he's done good things. He's done right by some people. Tulsi Gabbard winning 29 percent there in American Samoa must be because why? Yeah, that connection. So yeah, that 99 percent precincts in. He's at 50. She's at 29. So far. Uh, delegates won tonight. Biden's picked up 48 to Sanders, like to a guarantee Sanders delegate of eight. I'm just, I am, I, I have stated that, yes, I am an Elizabeth Warren fan. I think she's, I think she is in this moment. She is the best person for the job of president out of the, out of the field that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I am shocked at how poorly she's done. Like it, it makes me sad for the electing public of this country. That you, 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 I mean, you know why? The most I know, she's a woman. Yeah, and people don't, they don't want a woman for like I don't care. Like she is probably the smartest person in the field left. Like if I had to pick between the two that were the like at the for, from the onset, like her, Andrew Yang, and Buttigieg were probably like. 
the book smartiest people mm-hmm. in the field by a long way. I'm a little surprised that Buttigieg didn't do better. I I kind of figured. I mean, I knew. I thought he would. He stand had a lot going against him after after officially being declared the winner of Iowa, like two weeks after Iowa had, had their caucuses. Well, that was a whole shit show. I know anyway. That was dumb. Um, I was surprised, and he did, had a really good showing in uh, New Hampshire. And he just, I mean, he got his ass handed to him in South Carolina, but everyone kind of expected Biden to do really well. I was, I was surprised at how quickly he and Klobuchar dropped out and threw their support behind Biden. Mm-hmm. But I get it. If, when you see Bernie Sanders building that head of steam, like the moderate part of the party is like... We can't have Bernie... I don't... I For as much as people think that he would just absolutely trounce Trump in an election, I don't know that two old men yelling at each other... No, like his Trump's established base. It's it's Trump's established base versus Bernie's established base, and then the people who will the col- be, the collateral damage will yeah, be. I don't think it. I don't think he inspires the party. I don't think he inspires no. the moderate, the middle of America, the moderate, like the people who are literally like fifty fifty red and blue, and then the people like and then toward that blue wing. I don't think he inspires anyone from like that very center to like forty percent of that group. Yeah, that sounds. I think most people are like, yeah, I like some of his policies. I mean, sure, but you can't. As much as I want climate change policies to be enacted sooner than later, like your policy of just saying like no fracking day one, no. Like that's going to work. That is going to fuck up huge swaths of the economy. It can't work. You can't do that. You can't come and in he's and said blindly just. A number of times, like, oh, I'm just from day one. No. Like, you can't. You can't. You can't. Like, I don't believe he has the ability to get these, these large ticket things passed. He's not, a, he's not a politician that people want to work with because he's so. Every time he's pressed on stuff, when he's when people are like, well, what about this? It's almost this, like he lashes this might out. not work. Yeah, he just he's like, well, they'll just have to deal with it. He just goes talking point, talking point, talking point. Yeah. he doesn't allow you to to voice your opinion. Just, it's basically, I'm right, you're wrong. Shut the fuck up. As what is you know, as, as difficult as it is to say you want a politician as your president, you want a politician as your president. Yeah, you want someone who knows. I can't just come in like and make presidential edicts. Yeah, and say. This is this way, and this is this way, and, and this is now this. That's why Obama was one of the greatest presidents in American I think history. He, I think he will be remembered later on, much yeah. later. He came in, and he was even when he had like a majority in the in the House and the Senate, he still didn't like. He didn't take advantage of it or try to. He's they, to to in, a detriment. In, yeah, no, to his own detriment. Yeah, to his own detriment, he still wanted. People to work with them from across the aisle, mm-hmm. you know, bipartisan legislation, all that kind of stuff. That's why the ACA wasn't what it was. Like that's or what it was envisioned to be is because he wanted there to be some. He wanted there to be bipartisan support. He didn't get what he wanted, but I mean, ultimately, it was pushed through on partisan lines. But it's he routinely asked for help from the conservative side of the 
the aisle, and mm-hmm. they routinely offered their help and then voted against him because that. I mean, it's just so petty. Um, well, that's why politics is bullshit. Yeah. All right. Last. Are you ready? Last drink. I'm gonna throw an ice ball in. Whew. Okay. It's been a whiskey heavy night. All right. What do you want on your ice ball? I'm going to go with harmony. I'm going to go with that, yeah. Just a light little. Because I'm expecting this to do the same as the other one as the toki yep yeah i think i think it will change too and i've never had this on ice i've never had water added so i'm curious to see what happens here whiskey with ice ball yep uh you got another story or anything i'm before? just i'm i'm i've got one that i want to end on okay so whatever you've got hold on we're at an hour six right now. That's okay. You're back. I know. We can go long. We, You're back in the saddle. We don't record regularly enough to worry about time. Unless we're getting up to like two hours. Yeah, then it's different. Oh, shit. What? I'm going to write this down. So what happened? An hour six. Hold on. Hold on. Hour 6.25. Uh, NFL Combine happened, sir. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it did. You got some notes? Oh, God. I forgot. Oh, it's just been it's been crazy. I mean, as years passed, I've we've talked about this before. I am not a big combine guy. Nope. Um, I'm I'm big. Well, I can't be because Mike Mamula. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the combine means nothing. Yeah, I I have routinely. I don't care how fast you run a forty. No, I no, I do care. See, I don't. I, I care because it's like I want to see somebody super fast. Who doesn't? Right. Oh well, I mean that. I mean the sheer athleticism is is fine. But yeah, as super far fast as guys, that's great. As far as it pertains to football, mm-hmm. don't care. No, because you're never going to run that. No, you're you're never going to run in a straight line. Even if you're like running that. a you know a fly pattern. Yeah, just at no point you're never you're gonna, never going to full out run like you did at the combine. Right. Um. The the drills that I put value on are the shuttle, the three the cone. three cone, yep, three cone, the three cone drill, and that's like the shuttles, like the twenty and the sixty yard shuttles, like that's it. I don't care about your bench press. No, I do. I don't care about your vertical. The only time I care about bench press is with offense, offensive and defensive linemen. Because if you yeah, are an offensive guess, lineman but... and you can only do five at 225, that means your upper body strength, you need it. Unless your yeah. base is real strong and you've got Let's quick feet. All right. Nope. It did it again. It did it again. Good for good on you. So different. Good on you. So different. Because I didn't like the other one neat either. Yeah. And then this, oh, we put some ice on it. An ice it. ball, and a minute later, it's, oh, it's yeah. so different. No, it's totally different. Yeah, see, now I'm even getting, like, the orange. I get a little bit of that citrus flavor. So when they're sampling it, when they're doing their review, are they I have to it assume neat? they're doing it neat. 
I would assume I, I, you have to believe that they're doing it neat. Otherwise, it's so different. Ooh. Mm. And now it's just fucking delish. Mm. Yeah, now it's like just it's fucking butter smooth. Yeah, but, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's like it's like taking a little sip of butter. It's like oh, oh, this. Yeah, good. now it's just like Not, butter smooth. You still get that oaky. You still get the wood, but but mm. it's a soft wood. God damn! I'm happy to be here. Damn! Thanks for coming. That's good. That's fucking tasty. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just I I get it, like especially offensive linemen because you you know that require, but you're still. St- your footwork is still so much more important than And your... it's not it's not so many it's not for me it's not so much like oh I can do sixty reps. Right. It's or can you do one? Well you got punters putting up twenty five. No, that that was impressive. <laughs> and he's a Turk, so and, yeah. which is really and he's six three two Yeah, he's a he's, <laughs> he's jacked a, motherfucker. He's a man. Um by the way, he just got himself drafted. Oh fuck yeah! He's going. I mean, <laughs> and he's, he's a good punter. He's going late, but like, I mean, he's he's going to be on a roster. He'll be a fifth or sixth rounder, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go in the seventh. He'll, no, he'll he's go not going to be like Mister Unreliable, but like he's he's gonna he's gonna get a spot on a roster. Yeah, he's fine. They're like fuck. He's like, what do we got? Like, taste some hill action here. What do we got going on? Um, no, I I my. The way I look at these things, if I'm looking at, a, at any results, I look at the cone and the shuttles, and that's it. Like I want to know how quick your feet are, mm-hmm. and that's all I really value. So we had what a we had a receiver run a four two eight, mm-hmm. and he's the he's the beat the slot guy the Utah, Utah. I thought he was an Alabama dude. Oh, no, I'm looking at the offer. So I've got defense, special teams. So I've got Javelin K. Gidry, Gidry at 429. There was a four, I think there was a 428. What am I? Am I looking at the full results? What's going on? And then oh, we, there, uh, there's a 427. Henry Ruggs. Yeah, Ruggs. Yeah. And, there's the, and then <laughs> Javelin was the DB yeah. from Utah. I mean, four two seven, four two nine, whatever. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> They're real fast. Yeah, you're super fast. And then that Simmons kid, four three nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, you just got drafted in the first round. Yeah, there's. I mean, I just I don't get. I'm not fucking Al Davis. I don't look at like I. I don't get the combine results and like sort by time. And no, that's what like, he did though. I mean, I know he's like draft this one, this one, this one. Like, <laughs> he do, you know, do you want to know anything else about him? Like, nope, he's, I don't care. Al, he doesn't have hands. <laughs> he's real bad. Is, we could teach him how to catch. No, he doesn't have them. Like, yeah. they're gone. <laughs> he's he's not great. That's why he's so fast. He's lighter. Know that uh, we had a 364 pound offensive lineman run a five one. That's impressive. <laughs> That is good. I mean, good. Dude, I couldn't. I'd run one in like about seven seconds. <laughs> I think my fastest 40 was a 5.6 maybe. Without looking, what was the most reps on bench press, do you know? 46. Close, 44. Who who, who was it? Nitain Mutui. Out of? Muti. Fresno State. So he's Hawaiian. <laughs> he's Samoan or Hawaiian. 44. The next closest was Simon Stepanik, Stepaniak from Indiana. 
So it went O line, O line, D line, D line, O line, D line, D line, D line. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not lying. I'm watching this Mikai. But I, I like I I do like scrolling down this list, and you're looking at like D line. There's a running back in there. D line, O line, D line, D line, D line, D line, in, and then you do get down there to 25, <laughs> and then it's P. punter, <laughs> punter. So I'm watching this Mikai Mekai Becton, mm-hmm. this kid that ran the f- four. A big man, that's six seven, six seven and three eights, three sixty four. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn this so you can see it. Watch, watch this watch big fella run. run. That is a big fella. Three sixty four. That's pretty smooth. Look at his. He's pretty fucking he's jacked covering too. Ground like he's not fat. No, no, no. I think this is the guy that they're talking about has like 10% body fat or something. At 364? Yeah, I think this is the guy. And it was like, I did the math and it was like, so he's 300 pounds, pounds of, of muscle. muscle. <laughs> and I can't remember, maybe it was like 12% or something. But like, but like he has this much body fat. And it was, so I was like, oh, so he's 300 pounds of muscle and 65 pounds of fat, of fat. And skin and bone. And yeah, the rest of him is this stuff. I was like, that's uh, that's a problem. Yep. That's a problem right there. <laughs> People aren't built that way. Um, yeah, like, the, I don't understand, like, the vert. I get vertical jump being a measure of, like, yeah, well, fitness and athleticism. Sort of. But at what point, how often do you really need to a vertical jump? Never. Like, as a wide out on a fade route? You're not you're in, not even given a full jump though. in hail mary situations. Yeah, it's just it's irrelevant. And then the the thing that really throw like the broad jump, never. What the fuck? Why? When are you ever gonna jump like that? What? Why are you even measuring this? Because I I want a football person to tell me. Like I want someone to come and like like what this is, is it? Yeah, this is why we measure this. So two is healthy. The blood flow I, is there. They said sure. I want to see more why because i don't trust that injury i just don't that's it broke through the his hip jackson yeah it broke the bone the hip bone yeah yeah like the big bone on the skeleton yeah (laughs) just it erupted that part of it was was broken uh so the three cone drill I, I, I will start watching more of these guys that kind of hit the top of this one so you had Denzel Mims from Baylor, Kavon Wallace from Clemson, Adam Troutman from Dayton, uh, Miles Bryant out of Washington. Like I'm gonna watch more of the guys that do well in three cone and specifically the twenty yard shuttle, because um, those are the things that I think really show footwork more. So Bryant Miles did got second, so he's top five in the cone and he was second in the twenty. So this Miles Bryant, this defensive back out of Washington, like I would, I'm gonna watch more of him because I I like that kind of stuff. I like knowing that your feet move fast. Yeah, because they have to in the NFL. Yeah. Let's see where he's at in. No, they didn't do a sixty yard. So, um, but anyway, anything stand out? I just wanted to bring up the combine since it was sports news that happened. What's the record for vertical? At the combine, it's impressive. Forty nine and a half. Forty five. Forty five and a half. Forty five. Huh. That's, that's almost four feet. Yeah, 
Well, I thought I thought it would go over four feet. I thought, some, I thought yeah. we had some bleepers. Because I remember, like, there was, I mean, I mean, NBA, there's some NBA guys that I remember Jordan. Well, yeah, Jordan. Like, and in like a, not, Vince could not have big. Like a tryout situation, but like in a game, you know, when you've got all the adrenaline and stuff, they've estimated his vertical around 48 to 49. Vince Carter, same thing. Yeah, I remember. But that's him. that's in a that's like fast. We're like, I'm just like, I'm gonna fucking throw this goddamn. I have had some insane jumps in my life as a five ten white man. That, well, you yeah. Well, when I was playing basketball in high school, I remember one time at open gym, like we just got beat, and so we had to like we you know there's twenty some odd guys there, and so you lose you lose the court. And I was super pissed. And I didn't have a ball in my hand, but I like I ran and I just jumped up. Grabbed the rim? I, w- I jumped up and I grabbed the rim with both hands. Really? Yeah. I like jumped and I was so surprised. Like I, w- I was going to jump up and climb up the net. Yeah. And like, ah, fuck. And I jumped and I like, boom. And my hands were on the rim and I was like, oh shit. And I like pulled it down and I let go and I was like, fuck. And somewhat like people who on my team playing with me and a couple of the old guys who had known me for a long time were like, where was that 10 minutes yeah. ago? <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> I was like, honestly, guys, I didn't know I was going to do that. And and then I tried for about 20 minutes and never got yeah, back. Because you never can. Because <laughs> I didn't have can the, never do it again. the anger factor. But yeah, I remember one, the one time I jumped like a, like a jackrabbit out of the gym. Mm, finally. <laughs> I dunked once in my life. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Like the one where you throw the ball way up in the air and you let it bounce up and you kind of alley-oop yourself. And I ran up and I was able to like get my hand on it in the perfect situation and kind of like slap it in. You got it in. With yeah, like I mean I got hand on rim dunk, but I was never able to like run and just like pick up the ball off the dribble and do it. Gotcha. But yeah, that's fine. I'm 42 now. Yeah. And you're only 42? Yeah. Old Drew? I'm old. <laughs> no lie in there. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we uh, before I close this off? On... You want to do a little Chicago? Sure. Uh, do you want to do year to date or February? Final February totals. Let's do February because it is March 3rd. All right. Oh, God. Total shot. Total. We'll do total fatalities. shot. Total. Homicide, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I presume that this does not take into account suicides, right? No. But does it take into account accidental shootings? Yes. Okay. Um, total Which, shot. Which, surprisingly, is a very small number. All right. Total shot in the month of February. I'm going to say 81. And I'm going to say total fatalities, 17. In February. In February. Total shot in February, 169. So doubling what I guessed. Total homicides, 38. Ooh. And doubling what I guessed. It's a short month, too. Yeah. Damn it, Chicago. Uh, That 38 homicides is up 46%. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's almost... That's... (laughs) Why <laughs> we've been Fair. doing this for a while, so God damn Chicago, yep, get, it, get it together, please. Year to date, 
three, so two months. So two three hundred and fifty-six total shot. Oof. Eighty-one homicides. Oof. It's not looking good, man. Chicago. Get it together, Chicago. Stop shooting each other. By the way, the closer you get to the water, if you're in the north end, mm-hmm. like that midsection, you're all right. Yeah, that's where the money is. Just uh, that's where all the cops hang out. Yeah, it is protecting um, the money. Stay away from South Chicago. Yeah, South Shore, anything like that. See, I can't wait to go out if I have with this new job. If I have to travel and go to stores, like in bad neighborhoods and stuff. I'm super excited. Are you? Yeah. I don't mind that kind of stuff. Well, I don't mind it either. I mean, South Chicago, I've had a bad experience, so. I'm, like, I when I've gone down to San Diego for Comic-Con, there's some pretty bad stretches down, like, in the, oh yeah, on the trolley and stuff, if you get off, like, in certain parts. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm, like, I'm the type of person, like, when I'm walking around Seattle or San Diego or wherever it may be in, like. You know, a black person or someone who you, looks like they might be intimidating is like, what's up, white boy? And be like, I am super white. How are you? How are <laughs> like, you doing? Then immediately they're just like, all right. Oh, shit. No, guy, Seattle is. This guy knows he's white. All right. No, Seattle's one of Seattle and San Diego are two of the places I'm like, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'll, I'll get on public transportation and oh, get sure. off at a stop and be like, let's see what. Yeah, I, I I walked around some pretty sketchy parts of San Diego with the farmer lady, with the farmer girl, um, when we were down there, and she was kind of apprehensive and nervous, and I was like, "It's fine, don't worry about it." Just come it's on, like me in Mexico, like, we're like good. you shouldn't go past this line. I'm like, "What's over here? <laughs> like, look at my two. I have my wife and my daughter that look like they belong, and then there's the other one, and then there's me, and I have suntan lotion on because." I have sunscreen on because I'm going to burn. And my other child can see your soul. Yeah. So, <laughs> No, I'm just trampling around, like, dodging human feces on the street. Like, I don't care. We're going in here. Let's eat here. All right. You ready to close this? Oh, God. I'm excited for the story. Are you ready? Are you prepared? I want you to gird your loins because you may have heard this. BYU athlete. Pierce's scrotum in horrific track accident. <laughs> he Andy Bernarded himself. <laughs> the worst pole vaulting injury oh! ever. <laughs> Maybe. Quote. I could see oh! right into my scrotum. Oh God! No. That's, oh God! That's probably the last thing you want to say after a pole vaulting training <laughs> sesh. That's the last thing you want to say. But ever. it's exactly how BYU athlete Zach McWhorter is describing his pole versus balls injury. Thoughts and prayers, Zach. Thoughts the and prayers. The twenty-one-year-old was having a pretty typical training session at the BYU track, recording it to post on TikTok video. There's video. I will not watch this. When disaster struck. It. What? At first, no. it seemed like a standard jump, no. but McWhorter's pull no. didn't fall the way it was supposed to and essentially impaled his scrotum. <laughs> You're gonna... Youch. Are you watching it? No, I, I it, won't. I, can you bring it up? It's Yeah, it's on there. Let's see it. I don't know. I'll let you watch it. McWhorter told BuzzFeed he was immediately rushed to the hospital by his dad coach urologist. <laughs> of course, his dad's a fucking urologist. 
where he needed 18 stitches to get patched up. Okay. Luckily, the dude says he only has a scar from the incident. As for any permanent damage, McWhorter says one day we'll find out if they function or not. (laughs) (laughs) Very BYU. I sub sack. Very BYU. Yeah, I'll let you look it up because I don't want to see it. That one time, his TikTok says, at Zach McWhorter says, that one time the pole went through my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a good sense of humor. Oh my God, I love that kid. That's great. (laughs) The one time that pole went through my nuts. Hold on, don't get rid of it. I'm bringing. I I, I already closed the window, sir. You can pull it up on your own. You pull it up on your computer. (laughs) I don't want scrotum piercing on my computer. Pole vault balls. BYU Zach McWhorter, M-C-W-H-O-R-T-E-R. This fucking thing takes forever. BYU Zach McWhorter's. Balls. I want to see his balls. Zach McWhorter. Zach McWhorter. Warter. 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 Not McWhorter. Um, so, as Drew is looking up the video, let's review. So, Drew or er, Steve caught up on Buffalo Trace. And it was whiskey. It's not great. Uh, If you're going to drink Buffalo Trace, I would highly suggest On the Rocks. Put a little uh, Coca-Cola in there. With a twist. Like, put, you got to, you need to do something. Drinking it neat, just, there's better options. Maybe a little warning for the crowd, man. Jeez. Look at the spikes in this. He's in the air. Yeah, no thank you. Gravity. I I thought it just landed on him. Oh, it happened while he's up in the air? Yes. No thank you. Jesus Christ. Get away from the mic. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm not looking. Look at it. No. I'm blocked. Please. No. Get that fucking... <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> My life. It's already stopped playing. <laughs> if I go the rest of my days without seeing the video, I'll be fine. He's in the air. Goes over the bar. The pole's there. He lands on the pole and momentarily stops descending. Oh. <laughs> He's suspended on the top of his pole. <laughs> oh. Oh. Warning, you can't unsee this. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see it. I'm good. I'm oh. good. <laughs> Stop trying to fucking show me. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Stop turning your computer around. I'm not fucking looking. Turn it off. Come on. Turn it around. Turn it around. No. (laughs) 
I can envision quite well. I'm fine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm super glad I brought oh. that story to your attention. Oh, wow. <laughs> he landed on the top of his pole. All right, so. In the balls. <laughs> in closing, Buffalo Trace, uh, mix it with something. Yeah. Uh, Hancock's Reserve, Hancock's President's Reserve. Delicious, mm. very yeah. smooth, great bourbon. Drink it. Uh, Caribou Crossing, very good Canadian whiskey. Very polite. Very polite, very easy to drink. Um, not going to run out and buy it again, but we'll drink it. Sure. But absolutely, it's it's. Good. It's I like if I'm gonna if I'm like I want to spend a little bit on a Canadian whiskey. <coughs> I don't want to buy Crown for all the times that's been said. Sure. Um, and I and I'm I want to bring something to this party that's not fucking Crown or Pendleton. Yep. Caribou. Good. Spend a little extra. It's a great whiskey. It's a pretty bottle. And it's a gorgeous presentation all around. Uh, and then Hibiki Harmony. It is a blend of Japanese whiskey. It's got a it's got a good burn. It's got the kind of oak finish. I personally like when I drink whiskey. Like when I'm if I'm going to drink it neat, that's what I want. I want a burn that goes away fairly quickly and leaves me with some flavor. Um, but again, the same thing with the the Suntory Toki. Fucking on the rocks, man. Yeah, no, you can't go wrong. It's, you're not. You're not. You're not losing. Not on the rocks. Don't fill this with ice cubes. No nope. ball of ice. Ball of ice or big square ice cube. Like make it last. Make it melt slowly. But it changes the profile down to. It's solid. It's just a. I like the ice cube. Um, just on that ball, it changes the profile down to just oh, yeah. like. It's just whiskey candy. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's super good. Um, cool. Got anything else you want to add? Nope. <laughs> I, I'm, you're wearing your peachy shirt with like the track scars and stars. <laughs> track people too. Oh, fitting. Just, like, oh by the oh, way, man. when I was skiing, yeah. uh, the owner of the resort, yeah. well, we'll call it a resort, the area. Sure. Um, you were wearing peachy? I was wearing this shirt and yeah. he walks past me and goes, Love your shirt, man. I love it. <laughs> You're like, you remember. I was like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, that was Citizen Whiskey Podcast. Steve drinking again. Steve's back. Steve's back, back on the barrel. Back or, on it. Back. Um, see, you felt you're on off the wagon, but on the barrel. There we go. Putting my mouth on the bunghole of the barrel. Which is, <laughs> those are all true statements that could happen. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs>